This lying to people who trust us also contributes significantly to conflicts, disharmony and discord between people. If you trust a person that he'll tell you the truth and guide you properly, but he then lies to you and misleads you, then you are likely to de- develop resentment towards him that you trusted him but he deceived you. Anyway, a major source of conflict and discord between people is lying. How will you get rid of differences and disharmony till you get rid of lying? Therefore, eliminate this lying. Every lie is haram, which is unlawful. But especially when someone else is trusting you and you deceive them by lying, that is a very dangerous lie. The question that comes to one's mind now is that even if we start following the teachings of the Holy Prophet about how to remove the causes of dispute and discord between people from today, then inshallah will our future life will become better. But how to atone for all the mistakes of the past? All of the people who have said bad things about in their absence or said rude or harsh things to their face, all those people we have hurt, whose rights we have violated, what can we do now about how our book of deeds has been darkened a result of all of these misdeeds? If we think about the life we have lived as yet, then we can't fail to notice that in the last so many years or or so how many last so many years or so how many people did we come into contact with how many people we would have had relationships with how many people's rights did we violate there is no way we can measure any of these things and there's no way of apologizing to all the people whose rights we have violated throughout our life individually even if we correct our behavior from today what will happen regarding our past life and past misdeeds. How can we clean that slate? That is a very important question and all of us need to reflect on it. We should thank Allah Ta'ala who blessed us with a guide like the Holy Prophet who has provided us with solutions for all our problems through his own sunnah. If a person comes to realize that he has made many mistakes and violated many people's rights in his past life, and wants to atone for it. The Holy Prophet has shown us the way how to do so. One day he stood in Masjid al-Nabwi in front of a gathering of Sahaba and said, If I have hurt anyone or have caused anyone harm in any way, then I present myself before him. If he wants to take revenge for the hurt I have caused him, then I am prepared for him to hurt me in return. If he wants any compensation against it, then I am prepared to pay him that compensation. And if he wants to forgive me, then I request him to forgive me. This pronouncement was made by the perfect being about whom Allah Ta'ala has said in the Holy Quran, so that Allah may forgive you of your previous and subsequent faults. Surah 48 verse 2 and about whom it was said so never by your lord never shall they become believers unless they make you the judge in the disputes that arise between them then find no comfort in their hearts against what you have decided 
and surrender to it in total submission. Surah 4, verse 65. So, he is the person about whom such statements have been made in the Noble Quran and about whom it's clearly declared that he cannot cause any unjust harm or hurt to anyone. But despite all this, he is standing up in Masjid and Nabvi and making this declaration in front of all his companions that if he has hurt someone unjustly, they should come and take their revenge from him. It has been reported in traditions that after listening to this announcement by the Holy Prophet ﷺ, one companion stood up and said, O Prophet of Allah ﷺ, I want to take revenge. The Holy Prophet ﷺ asked, What sort of revenge? He replied, One day you had hit me on my back. I want to take revenge for that. The Holy Prophet ﷺ said, I do not remember hitting you, but if you do remember, come and take your revenge. The Holy Companion said, O Prophet of Allah ﷺ, when you hit me, my back was not covered with cloth. The Holy Prophet ﷺ removed his covering sheet from his back and the mark, the seal of prophethood became visible. That companion stepped forward, kissed the seal of prophethood, the Muhri Nabuwat, and said, O Prophet of Allah وسلم, I had said this only to be able to kiss the seal of prophethood. Anyway, the Holy Prophet وسلم, presented himself before all his companions so that they could take revenge from him if they wanted to. By doing this, the Holy Prophet ﷺ has taught his Ummah that if you want to get all your previous sins wiped clean, you should also offer your family members, friends and acquaintances that you want to apologize to them for any violation of their rights you may have carried out in your previous life. You are happy to make any reparations for violation of their rights and ask them to forgive you. Hazrat Thanvi wrote a booklet on this topic, got it published and then distributed it to everyone he knew. In this booklet he wrote, because I have come across and have been acquainted with numerous people in life, I do not know whether I violated someone's rights or did injustice to them. Today I present myself. If someone wants to take revenge from me for what I did wrong, then please do so. If I owe anybody any financial rights, please remind me and I'll pay it back. If I've caused anyone physical hurt or harm, then I'm prepared for them to uh, take revenge in kind. Otherwise, I request you to please forgive me. Along with this letter, the Thanvi also wrote this hadith. The Holy Prophet said, that if a Muslim says sincerely to another Muslim that he had made a mistake and requests him to forgive him, then it is the duty of the other Muslim brother to forgive him. If he doesn't forgive him, then the, in the hereafter, he should not harbor expectations towards Allah Ta'ala to forgive him. The rules for financial rights are different. If someone owes some money to another person, then the owner has the full right to ask for it to be paid back. However, in terms of other sorts of harms, for example, if someone had done backbiting against someone else, 
or had said something that hurt their feelings, then if the person who had hurt them is asking for forgiveness now, they should forgive him. When my father, Hazrat Maulana Mufti Muhammad Shamir Rahmatullahi, father of Maulana Taqusmani Sahib, suffered his first heart attack about three years before his death, <coughs> he asked me to write a similar letter as Hazrat Thanvi Rahmatullahi mentioned above. He told me to name it Amends for Some Mistakes, Kuch Talafiye Mafat. By the word some, he pointed to it that this is not a claim that through his life he is making amends for all of his past mistakes, <coughs> rather only some of them. He then got it published and also sent it as a letter to all his relatives and acquaintances. Wise elders have taught us, us a sentence which they used to say when saying goodbye to someone. Please forgive me for anything hurtful I may have said. There is great wisdom behind these words. Even though people sometimes say it without thinking too deeply about what they are saying. But in reality, this sentence is pointing to the fact that we are saying goodbye. Who knows whether we would ever meet again or not. Whether we would get an opportunity to apologize again or not. So I am saying sorry to you today for anything hurtful I may have said to you or about you, or if I have harmed you in any way. When we are going away somewhere, we should make a habit of saying this sentence to our family members, friends and acquaintances. If they say in reply, I forgive you, inshallah, any violation of their rights we may have carried out would be forgiven. The way of apologizing mentioned above that the Holy Prophet wasallam has taught us is applicable to all those people who we are still in contact with. However, there are many people who have, we have come across in our life with whom we are not in contact with anymore. For example, a number of us travel frequently in buses, trains and aeroplanes. Who knows how many people we have heard during these travels. Now we neither know their names nor their addresses or contact details. Therefore, we have no way of contacting them to apologize for any hurt we may have caused them. The Holy Prophet wasallam has taught us a practical way to apologize to those people as well. For these people, the Holy Prophet wasallam made this prayer. O oh Allah, if I have ever hurt a mu'min, man or woman, or if I have ever said something hurtful to someone, or if I have ever hit someone, or if I have ever caused, cursed someone, or if I have ever made a bad prayer for someone, that, O oh Allah, make all of these acts of mine a blessing in favor of that person, and make these a source of purification for him, and grant him closeness to you a result of my actions. Therefore, wise elders have said that you should say the prayer above in favor of the people who you are unable to contact anymore and therefore there is no way of apologizing to them directly. When the hurt you cause them becomes a blessing in their favor, inshallah, 
they will forgive you and do good deeds and pray to convey its sawab to them some people seem to believe that sawab can only be conveyed to the deceased this is not correct sawab can also be conveyed to the living so if you have hurt people unjustly you should convey sawab to them after doing ibadat for example doing sadaqa or reciting the holy quran this will inshallah become a reparation for the hurt you caused them in addition do a general dua that oh allah taala please shower your blessings on whoever i have hurt through my actions and whoever's rights i have violated and make this act of mine a means of blessing for them and make them happy with me and clear their heart towards me so that they forgive me ameen wa akhiru dawana anil hamdulillahi rabbil alamin